I'm uh, Te Aoteoa Taranaki Whanui, Keith Whanganui Atara, uh, but of course with connections to Taranaki uh, and top of the south as well. And um, I'm also the chair of the Wellington Tents Trust, um, who are um, a part, um, a joint venture landowner with Massey University um, for the uh, Tokomaru building, the old Dominion Museum building, and the um, and and also was the owner of the land uh, here, where where this part of the um, Pokiahu uh, National War Memorial Park is situated. Right, so we're we're, we're just um, really looking up towards the. Um, uh, what was the National War Memorial, and behind that, uh, the Carillon um, uh, opened in 1932. Um, also up there is the uh, Tomb of the Unknown Warrior. So we're at the eastern side um, of, uh, of of that area, um, and uh, th this is part of uh, what were termed when we were building it the Tangata Whenua Gardens. Now, now this side of the uh, of the gardens uh, leans to Taranaki, um, uh, as as uh, mana whenua here in Wellington, um, but it also leans to events that occurred uh, starting in 1860, uh, the beginning of the land wars, uh, and the altercations that uh, led to the sacking of Pariaka, um, and so there's a number of things here, the prisoners from uh, Pariaka were imprisoned on the hill um, uh, to the south of us here behind the Carillon on what was the old Mount Cook prison. And one of the things the prisoners did here was they took clay out of um, Pukiahu, Mount Cook, and made bricks here for the government. And what we see in the wall are some of these bricks. And if you look closely at these bricks, you will see some have fingerprints of the people who made those bricks. Some of them also have the arrow that indicated they were prisoner bricks or government bricks. Um, wow. So, you know, they have uh, a special significance here. Um, the uh, the Fokotoki on the wall here, Maungarongo Kirunga Kitavenova, um, comes from. Mm. Uh, that that line of uh, Tefiti or Rongamai or, or, or the um, uh, the Christian statement mm. there, um, so it it harks back to that. But it also talking about peace on earth. Part of this park is 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 not just about war, um, but about uh, about the peace. So um, so if we move to the uh, first of the three toka, uh, the rocks. And the first of these, uh, of course, is, um, is Taranaki. Together, they're the symbol of the Kahui Maunga. The oh. Kahui Maunga was really those early people, Māori, occupying really the southern half of, of Aotearoa and, and the very earliest people here, even before uh, Naitara and, and those who settled here. So we're, we're just looking at uh, one face of, of, of Taranaki. We, we, of course, had to go to the Maunga to get, uh, uh, to get this particular rock. But what we're looking at is, um, is the Southern Cross. 
Um, and this is the Southern Cross that is used on the Australian flag. Always thought I'd just stick to get this tuka here. The first thing they asked on these things is how heavy they were and uh, yeah. I said I, I, I don't know but I, I think between uh, about 8 and 15 tonnes um, uh, there's, there's, there's quite a bit of the rock that's below ground to make it uh, stable mm, mm. Uh, as, it, as it sits um, wow. so just, uh, just trucking them from Taranaki was uh, no easy feat um, it was uh, donated from uh, from Taranaki, so you know that's the. Um, yes. Uh, we're, we're very close to this, and you'll see on this face oh. of uh, of the rock um, is uh, this. This is looking um, towards the the rising sun, but in fact, Taranaki and and Paritutu is the guardian of the setting sun. So this is the connection between Hikurangi. Uh, the rising sun, and uh, Paritutu, the setting sun. The park is both a recreational and reflection area. There are park benches, gardens and trees that are strategically placed next to a faceless bronze statue of a woman. Henirangi was created by uh, the uh, Te Atiawa artist Darcy Nicholas, um, along with our... Um, uh, Weaver mm. Veronora Hetit. So, uh, and and you can see that um, she's wearing uh, a, a cloak. And what we're aiming to do as well is to actually produce this cloak um, uh, to for the kaikaranga to wear. Not now, as a kakahu eventually. As a kakahu. Yeah. Yes. And again, the various motifs. But some might think uh, now that. Hinerangi is facing in an unusual direction. But uh, if we look up the hill to the uh, War Memorial, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a, there's a uh, flagpole there, at that flagpole the kaikaranga will uh, call uh, to the people at all of the events that happen here. So when that call, that imbues life into this uh, into this figure, mm. but also in the corridor uh, the other morning when this was opened, um, they talked about Hinerangi being the hokainga here, so that when we go away, the presence here is eternal. She also faces up to the tomb of the unknown warrior, so there is that connection. It's also bringing a female presence into the park, very important uh, mm. for us. And, and it's bronze. This is this is bronze. Um, the uh, it was made by um, uh, Brett Rangitoa, and 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 Brett is a, has a foundry in the Hutt Valley. Uh, he's an expert at um, uh, at producing this. The, these are all a challenge. It was a tight time frame to do all this. Um, it had to be cast uh, in parts and then welded together, and then. Um, uh, finally producing that, that finish. And so we're standing sort of behind Henerangi and if we sort of come to the front on purpose that she didn't have a, a, a kanohi or a face? Uh, yes, yes. That, and, and the idea was that uh, that presence is filled 
when the kaikaranga up top uh, comes out. So the same as the name not being connected with mm-hmm. a specific person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, there's some universality uh, to that. That was um, not altogether uncontroversial, but um, but I think if people understand what's behind that, yeah. um, then uh, you know that's that's the important thing. So that gains a face, if you like, when we appear mm-hmm. and uh, and our kaikaranga. The, the thought, the thinking behind this, Mori, um, began 10, what was it, 2002 I read, that the initial thinking behind this park began, or was it two and a half years ago? It, it, it actually goes back, back much further yeah. than that. Oh, really? And, and really, if you have a look at the original concept uh, done in the 1920s, um, it envisaged really this, um, uh, this being here, in fact, the connection right through to the, to the sea. In a way, it's the fulfilment of that original vision and design uh, that was done in the in the uh, 1920s. Oh yes, so we're walking up to another toka, another uh, rock. So this rock is the Ruapehu, in, in, in part of uh, of that triumvirate. Um, this is the uh, uh, this is the this, the senior rock. Um, uh, if you like, and as you can see, it's the uh, it's the largest. We talked about shifting this. I think they yeah. said it was about 14 ton, and 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 carved in that in, in into this rock. Um, it, it it's really talking about the very earliest beginnings, uh, if you like, Ruapehu as the as the start of uh, of those things. So, you know, back to the the Kahui Maunga, um uh, because often it's said um, that when Kupe arrived here, there were already people here, and um, and and you know, so this uh, tells the story of those uh, of those very early, very early people. Wow! Um, that we know we know less about, but uh, it's a, it's a very. Um, no, this is a very important rock. I notice that there's no plaques to give an explanation to the general public, Maury. What, the, is that the, intentional? That, that was intentional. Um, we will need to provide interpretation, and that is, is, is still to happen. Oh, so it's still to, to happen, right. But to some extent, we want people to ask the question, uh, and particularly with the whakatauki. But I, I think we need to tell more about these stories. Um, uh, it, it's it's difficult for people to get around the concept of the kahui maunga, but you know um, we we're, we're speaking more about uh, those really early people in here. So you know th- this is so we want wanted this park to, to to say more. So it's a bit of a history lesson, and you're right that will need to be interpreted. Mm, um, I mean, it's a lovely place to just. People are sitting down, walking through students. I mean, obviously this is going to be like, whoa, what's this about? But something in the pipelines, perhaps. There are, there are two whakatauki. Um, so uh, uh, just uh, behind uh, Ruapehu is Tokofituatu, um, the twice-70 warriors of Tumatauinga, the motto used by the native contingent and the pioneer battalion in the First World War. 
So that's really the connection with um, uh, World War One, and uh, and that's very um, uh, significant for April the twenty fifth, two thousand and fifteen, um, the hundred year of um, of the landings at Gallipoli. Kapai. And we'll come along uh, to the third, but uh, not least important of our our tuka. Um, uh, this is, of course, Tongariro. Tongariro. And um, Tongariro was known as the Warrior Mountain. And um, if we if we come around here, um, you will see carved into the rock are uh, the Warrior stances, um, uh, if you like. But it has um, there are seven of them. On this, right. on this rock, the seven of those to connect to the seven migration canoes. So, um, although it's the, um, the the Warrior Mountain and it and it and it looks at that side of things, it's also um, connecting with the with the canoes. Yes, we've got all yes, I see the Akeake Kiakahae. So the reason we can hear trucks at the moment is because there's obviously still work happening uh, up at the main memorial uh, hall. Yep. <laughs> so um, uh, the last uh, Fokotoki on the wall here, um, uh, the well-known uh, refrain um, from the anthem of the 2-8 Māori Battalion. Dad's older brother um, uh, went off uh, went off to war. Uh, he became uh, the first Māori to lead the 2-8 Māori Battalion, but died in 1942 at El Alamein. His name was Eruera Tefiti Love. Uh, he was a lieutenant colonel, and um, uh, he died and was buried in the desert um, at El Alamein. And, um, and uh, when, when the 2-8 Battalion arrived back here at Pipitia Wharf um, after the war, uh, my grandmother was the kaikaranga to welcome them, but also to Tangi. So, you know, that has special yes. significance for us. Yes. And also the Puhutakawa that have been here, uh, they were planted in, in remembrance of, uh, of him. Mori Love, chairman of the Wellington Tents Trust, who talked about the features at the Pukeahu National War Memorial Park in Wellington. 